section sixteen of blackfeet tales of glacier national park by james willard schultz this librivox recording is in the public domain section sixteen nawakosis in that long ago time when the earth was young and people had not long been made a man threw some weeds upon a fire and found that the odor the smoke from their burning was very pleasant that night he had a vision and learned that this plant was strong medicine that when smoked in a pipe which his vision explained to him how to make it would be the right thing with which to offer prayers to the gods he also taught the man the prayers and all the ceremony that went with the prayers and told him how to plant the weeds from the seeds on their tops so that he could always have plenty of it this man was very much pleased with what he had learned he went to his three brother medicine men and told them all about it and the four of them formed a society of themselves and no others for the raising of the weed and its proper uses but they were very stingy with this weed which they named nawakosis and would only now and then give the people a leaf of it although they raised large numbers of the stalks in every summer time a young man named lone bull was very anxious to become a member of this medicine society but because he had no medicines and knew not the rights of it he was told that he could not join it at that time the camp of the people was close under chief mountain he left it with his woman and his pack-dogs and moved up to the river running out of the inside lakes and there set up his lodge said he then to his woman i have come up here to get medicines in some way to find things that will enable me to become a raiser of nawakasis if i can do that i shall be of great help to the people now then i am going to hunt and collect all the medicine skins i can find and you stay at home take care of the lodge gather wood and cook what meat we need i shall bring in plenty of fat meat along with the skins the man went hunting every day and the woman remained at home one day when the man was gone she thought she heard singing beautiful singing but look where she would she could see no singers she spoke to the man about it when he came home that evening and made him feel uneasy if you hear it again look about more carefully he told her she heard it the next day and this time located it right under the lodge she went out to the bank of the river and looked at the bank there under the water were beaver holes in it and the beaver cuttings upon the sandy bottom and by that she knew that the lodge had been set up above a bank beaver's home and that beavers were the singers she went back to the lodge lay down and put her ear to the ground and could then hear them plainly and was pleased their singing was so good that it was all that she could do to stop listening to them and began cooking the evening meal when lone bull came home that night she told him what she had learned but he could hear nothing although he put his ear close to the ground nor could he hear the singing the next evening nor the next although his woman could hear it plainly so now the woman got her knife and cut a round hole in the ground and lone bull laid his head in it and could then hear the singing he told her to make the hole deeper larger she did so and cut clear through the ground and looking down he could see the beavers sitting in their home singing beautiful songs and dancing strange and beautiful dances in time to them 
"Younger brothers, have pity on me!" he cried. "Oh, my young brothers, teach me your medicine!" They looked up and saw him, and one answered: "Close the hole that you have made, because the light disturbs us, and we will soon be with you." They soon came in through the doorway, four fine looking men, beautifully dressed. They had changed themselves from beavers to men. They took seats, and then one of them said to Lone Bull, "'Elder brother, what is it that you want of us? How can we help you?' Lone Bull told them what it was, his great desire to obtain nawakasis and grow it for the people. "'We have that plant. Like us it is from the water, a water medicine,' the beaver man told him. "'But before you can use it you have much to do, much to learn.' You have to learn all our songs and prayers and dances and different ceremonies, and gather for the ceremonies a skin of every animal and bird that is of the water, one of each except the beavers, and of them there must be two. You know these animals and birds, otter, mink, muskrat, different kinds of ducks, the fish-hawk, and all the other birds that get their food from the life of the water. Why? because there are two great life-givers of this world the sun which gives heat and water that makes growth and in our ceremonies the skins of these different animals are symbols of the water i shall collect them all so teach me everything lone bull told them and they began that very night day after day lone bull hunted the animals and birds brought in their skins for his woman to cure and night after night the beavers taught him their medicine all the sacred prayers and dances and ceremonies of it and at last he knew them all thoroughly then one night the beaver chief handed him some stalks of nawakasis the top stems all covered with little round seeds these said he are the children of the big-leaved plants put them into the ground and they will grow and make other plants that bear children and now i must tell you just how to plant gather a great long wide pile of old dry logs dry brush and weeds and set it afire the heat from it will burn the ground burn the sod and make everything soft under it then, when the place has cooled, gather from around badger holes, squirrel holes, and wherever you can find it, plenty of the brown earth they have thrown out, and mix it with the burned black earth, so that it will not pack hard around the seeds, and keep them from coming up into the sunlight. After you have taken all the seeds from the stems, you must put them in a sack, and not touch them again with your hands. With an antelope horn you will make row after row of little holes all across the burned ground, and only a hand apart, and with a buffalo horn spoon drop a seed into each hole. When that is done, and it will require a long time, you and yours are to dance along each row of seed, singing the sacred songs, your feet lightly pressing down the ground over the seed. At the end of a row you must step across to the next row, and dance backward on that one, and forward on the next, and so on, until the last row has been pressed down, and all your songs have been sung. Then you can go away from the place for a while, return after one moon has passed, and you will find that the young plants have grown above the ground. 
Watch them, that insects do not destroy them. Give them water if the rains fail you. They will grow all summer, and fade with the ripening of the chokeberries. Cut them, then, care well for them, and you and your people will have a plenty for your winter smokes and ceremonies. There I have told you all. It was planting time then. Lone Bull moved right up to the foot of the lower one of the inside lakes, and did everything that he had been told to do, his wife helping him in every way. People hunting from down Chief Mountain Way came and saw his growing plants, and went home and told about them. The four medicine men just laughed. Ha, ha! they cried. He has no Nawakasis. He wanted to join us, and we would not let him into our society. He but plants some useless weed. But later on, just as their planting was getting ripe, a terrible hailstorm came along and destroyed it all. Every leaf was cut into fine pieces. They cried from grief. Then they said among themselves, Nawakosis we must have, or our medicines will be without power. It may be that this lone bull really has the true plants. Let us go up and see them. They went, all the people with them, and saw that he had the sacred plants. The hailstorm had come nowhere near his place. Said they to him then, You have a big planting, and we will help you gather it, and you and we four will use it. You shall join us. Lone Bull laughed long before he answered, I need no help from you. You shall each have a little of my planting for your own use, and you shall pay me well for it. The rest, excepting what I need, I shall give to the people, and hereafter they will always have all they need of the plants. And as he said that he would do, so he did, and the people gave him great praise and honor for it all, and he lived to great age. Kiai, why not? He had the beaver, the water medicine. It is a powerful medicine to this day. A visitor in our camp this evening told a tale that ill pleases us. There is a tourist camp away up on Gunsight Pass, one of the most weirdly beautiful places in this whole country. There, the other day, an employee was putting up a table on which were painted arrows pointing to the different mountains, the name of each peak alongside its particular arrow. A tourist standing near and watching the work suddenly exclaimed, Why, over there is a peak that has no name. Can you not name it after me? Certainly I can, the employee answered, and painted another arrow and inscribed beside it, Leonard Peak. And over there is a fine waterfall, the tourist said. Will you please name it after my little daughter? Sure, said the man, and painted another arrow pointing to Mary Frances Falls. Enough said. End of section 16